Rhythm, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD. When we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you got to get geeked up. So sit back, relax, and get comfy. Lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten. Coming straight out of Gotham. out there celebrating Holsey Fest. Welcome to another episode of Straight Outta Gotham, episode 125. We are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Make sure you check out all the other great shows on the network by heading on over to BLF, clicking the podcast drop down, and checking out what everyone has to offer, because there's just wonderful things uh, that wonderful people are talking about. So I want you all to listen in and uh, listen to those good podcasts. I am your co-host from the other side of the Hudson River. I am Peter Arver. And today we're recording on August 9th, 2023. Wow, August. Summer's over. This sucks. As always, we have a great show for you today. But before we get into the good stuff, I'd like to remind you, all of our faithful listeners, if you take the time to read, rate, not read, because this is a podcast, you can't read anything. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> rate and review this show on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, and we read your review on air. You win a straight out of Gotham monthly prize pack. So please get that stuff in there and uh, please review that uh, our show like it's Rotten Tomatoes because, uh, you know, we could, uh, you know, we, could, we got stuff we got to give away, and I got a lot of junk, and you guys, you guys got space. Now, <laughs> it's everyone's favorite part of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to the man who won the 1989 Banana Bobbing Championship of East Islip, a BWF Junior contributor, ladies and gentlemen, Eric Hugh Holzman. Hello, Pete. Hello, everybody. Once again, back another week, another show, another memory for me mm-hmm. to talk and about. You- yeah, and you, you've been busy. You've just you just finished Holsey Fest, which was a weekend no, long no, no, cel- no. musical celebration no. of Eric's vocal life. No, Holsey Fest does not start until September. So I thought it happened is... already. Oh, you're just planning. No, no. This is the pre-fest. There's a pre-fest. Oh, pre-fest. There's actual, it's an actual, so what is, actual okay, so festival. What is that happens at pre-fest? Hmm? Is it like festivus? It's, it's it's a small it's a smaller version and it's just more intimate setting with close friends and family. Okay, so this is for like your OnlyFans VIPs. Well, no, not my OnlyFans VIPs. That's a <laughs> okay, so this is Thing this is even similar that the Eric has this many is... fan bases, as you know. Like he's he literally goes from uh, corner to corner on this flat Earth, as Kyrie Irving would say. He's got it all coming. Yeah. You know, so, I gotta, gotta, I gotta make everyone happy. Gotta appease the public. So, yeah, when you're the champion of Long Island, it's a, it's a tough responsibility. It is because everyone's coming for your title. It is not um, you know, easy sometimes, but you know, know like every once in a while, I, I get very suspicious of Drew. Like, I wonder if he's coming for the title. Like, I, I wonder if he just kind of like befriended you <laughs> to kind of get to get to the shit to top. So, I watch out he's for. Got- him. He's got a lot going on himself. So I don't think I, he, I know he claims <laughs> kids and work and everything, but I think he's coming after you. I think he's I got know. an agenda. I don't know, but we did. We did learn. We learned that I. Well, I learned. I didn't know that one of the contestants. And we're going to announce the the winner of the contestant guys. But one of the contestants is also from Long Island, and I didn't know that until I heard his submission. So well, that was cool to learn. That yeah, was cool well, to learn. Yeah. I. I would imagine if I was a resident of Long Island being on a podcast with, you know, said champion would be a big deal. Mm-hmm. Would have been you cool. Would have been cool. You, there's the uh, the bagel boss, Robert Moses, 
Like people, people from Long Island, people want to talk to Geraldo. Moses is dead. Well, he, uh, people still have a lot of questions. Like, what the hell were you thinking? Like, why are you dead? Uh. <laughs> why are you? Why are you kind of the most evil man that ever lived? Oh yeah, that's true. The, the, he had a vision. <laughs> it was something I wouldn't even. His vision vision. made a baseball team completely move to the other side of the country. That's crazy when you think about it, but yeah. It's crazy that he had that much power. He's he's the reason the Dodgers aren't in Brooklyn anymore. So it's it's a crazy thought. Uh, That's a whole other show. We could do a whole other show on that, but yeah. So let's start, Pete. Let's let's begin and tell everybody. uh, Well, thank first, thank everyone who submitted. Uh, to the contest. Mm, uh, it's fun listening to everyone's... Uh, the B&OG contest, which I kind of yeah. called it after the fact. Um, the audition tapes. So, yes, it was nice. It was fun to listen to the audition tapes. But we do have a winner, and we're going to announce it now. Um, again, thanks everybody for submitting, but Andrew Jenks. Uh, he is the winner of the yeah, contest. Winner, winner, chicken yes. dinner. So we will be in touch with you, and we will discuss about when you could be on the show. We'll mm-hmm. work, work, work with your schedule uh, and get through uh, all of that and then decide when it would be best for you to come on with us. That's the hardest part of uh, scheduling. There's one thing he said on the audition tape, though, that we're definitely going to have to talk about. <laughs> okay. It is his, is his love of Gotham. <laughs> The show got yes. I don't know if he said he loved it. He said he liked it. He watched it. I love. He, he said, said he's a fan of Gotham. This is mean love. So I, mean, I think of love. I'm thinking like Barry White. Like, <laughs> you know, like so I'm sure I'm sure Pete, more Pete <sighs> than me, because Pete really despises the show. So I'm sure you and him could have a nice little conversation about Gotham when we record but uh again thanks to everybody this was fun it was fun it was to fun. listen to the submissions yeah even the all of you who didn't win um that you all submitted some really good stuff it was a close contest like it, it was wasn't really it, it wasn't easy it wasn't no it was we we talked about it for a little while and really went through them and listened to them and it was fun so uh maybe we'll do it again sometime or maybe we could have you guys on any way we'll talk about it i don't know Mm-hmm. But definitely for now, Andrew, it's you, man. So uh, congratulations. Yeah. And I can't wait to have you on and we can talk all the Jerome you want. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'll be interesting at least. Yes, it will be. It'll, it should be a fun, uh, a fun episode to do that. Uh, we should work on some art for that too. See if we can come up with something special for that. Um, we'll talk about that though. So, a lot. We've been uh, we're recording kind of a little late this week. We normally do every week, but we're recording on Wednesday, so uh, we have a good show planned for you. Though uh, we are going to go through our normal rundown of things, uh, as you guys know. So let's first start with a show that I liked, but you didn't. We're getting a season two, and of course, that's Loki. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trailer. To me, this one was, how do I put it? It's very targeted. The first one was obviously they were setting something up in much in a much larger 
frame time frame this seems much more like a targeted piece but again i don't know what they showed us completely from the show so i don't know exactly what i'm looking at but i mean i love hiddleston in this role and so the more i get of him in it i'm happy watching uh so but everyone's back this usual suspects olmosen's back um i can't i always forget the one who plays the female version i forget her name but she's back uh, Sylvie is her name on the show. I don't know what her name is in real life. That's that's what I'm trying to figure out. I remember, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Pete, would you give this one a try? Yeah, this trailer looked really good. I'm actually kind of excited. It looked like there was a lot of action. I thought the first one was really boring and dull. <clears throat> like it just seemed really slow and blah. Yeah, just, it it was slow. It was a so slower movie. This one looks like it's you say it looks targeted. Yeah, it looks targeted to me. Like people are like, oh look, see action. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll see what happens because you have to. Because if you don't watch one of these things, you're totally lost. So we'll see what well, goes down. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, there's definitely. Uh, that's actually the next thing I want to talk about. Because like this Loki's was, a huge plot hole. Well, not a plot hole, but a big plot device within the MCU itself, right? Like coming out of like Endgame into his own show. Like, you know, it's uh, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. The first. The first. Um, series the first season set up the multiverse mm-hmm. we got to see kang at the end and then yeah. the decision like it's a it's, a, it's, a, it's a big part of the mcu yes so this season again i but i'm that's what i mean is this one seems a little more targeted to a specific task uh and it's it's definitely tying into the larger kang dynasty um timeline Seems that like they're building is. up so <clears throat> yeah so that's where we're headed there uh, but there was an article in Variety um, talking about kind of how Marvel now has become a mess and how it's kind of lost its way. And I was re- the article was very well written. Uh, I thought it was an excellent piece, uh, and there's a lot of truth to it. You know, I, you know, I don't think I don't always think about it in these terms. But when someone lays it down in front of you and it kind of explains it, like the business term, business terms, yeah. Just even the piece by piece of each film and then what that had in it and how that was really not part of the film. It just serviced the, the larger universe. In the first, in the Infinity Saga, I always felt like those, most of that stuff was done post-credits. But in the, this version of it, I think because we didn't have it at the beginning, we didn't really have an end point. It's kind of been dispersed throughout each of the films and part of the structure of the films and that's something that I I didn't realize until they this guy specifically wrote it out what happened in each movie and how it serviced the larger yeah. MCU. Been saying that for years. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but again, in the, the Infinity Saga, most of that stuff was done post credits. Most of the connective tissue, some of them had it in the film, but most of the films could stand by themselves. You could watch them. You don't need to worry about the rest of the stuff. These I didn't realize it till now, but you really can't like. These are now it's very much a connective book as part of the story. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, I understand how that could be confusing for people, specifically now because you have the Disney Plus shows. And those all serve into the larger storyline. And you're right. You said it before. You kind of have to watch everything now or else you're completely lost. You're correct. So he touches on that. Um, and he touches, he's kind of saying that, he doesn't know if they can find their way again uh, in the long run. Look, so, let's be honest. <clears throat> they were on a 20-year run. That's unheard of. A 20-year run. 
<laughs> right? Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. It, it, it had to come to an end at some point. We all knew it was going to. So, like, I don't know why anyone's really surprised. You know, it just, it took a little bit longer. Like, they made, they, look, they made, there were one point, they were making billion dollar hit after billion dollar hit. I Even think. Even crappy movies. You know? I think, yeah. Well, I think what happened was. Like, the brand was so end- strong. Yeah. But once Endgame happened, a lot of people were like, okay, I got my story, and that's it. And they don't care about Which is weird, because it's just like, everyone wants franchises, and so just I to think, continue on. Yeah. And I think that's Except what happened, like and I do. <laughs> well, I, I could take them. If they're good, yes, give me more of it. If they're bad, I'd rather not bother. Yeah, so, I would just, I don't know, like, I, I think it's, <clears throat> like, I look at well, the we're whole, getting like, one. We're getting one in DC. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 no, it's 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 so, gonna happen. Like I get it, but it's like I don't know. Like at this point, I'm like, well, what do you want more? Would you? It's like think of it, if I was like a real Marvel fan, right? If I was like a Paul Herman, <clears throat> I'm like, would I rather have a fourth Iron Man movie or a movie about Sentry? Well, let's think about this. Yeah, like it's like yes, do I want no, a movie? That... Do I want a greater universe movie? Like it, I, I mean, I, put in DC terms. Do I really want a Blue Beetle movie or would I like, I don't know, uh, a really solid entry Green Lantern film, right? Like I would, Green Lantern is just, for me, more important of a character. Like it's just, when you build out these shared universes, one as big as Marvel, it's like now you're stretched so thin. There's no Captain America. You know, you have a new Captain America. You have to see how people react to that, right? Right. You know, like no Thor, like the the, the 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 pillars that made your universe are gone. Yeah, I mean, well, the pillar Iron Man was the first, and he's gone. Uh, you know, we don't know what's going on with. Yes, <laughs> we don't know what's going. We don't know what's going on with Spider Man. We heard there's a fourth. We we heard there's discussions of a fourth, but you don't know what's going on there. You don't know but if it's going to be come part that of the movie's MCU end. Movie. He's kind of more independent than anything else. Correct? Like nobody. Remember, right. nobody knows who he is. <laughs> That's right. how we reboot Spider-Man within the universe. Right. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of things open. Uh, you know, what happened I to Bozeman think, yeah, passing away you know, Black Panther? That was tragic, and that That's unexpected because he's he was he would be he's like the the new right, foundation. But, you know, like he Black Panther. It sucks what happened to Bozeman. Black Panther is so big within the Marvel though that like now that because of this this tragedy that that franchise was cut short basically a movie like Wakanda forever is okay it's okay in my opinion but like because I, I miss T'Challa you know like right. that's what really hurts the movie in my opinion and you know right. T'Challa's now absent as well so it's just you know it's just at some point it just it, it grows thin because you know and I give them credit for moving on from the previous generation but it's like it comes back back to like Transformers like they killed Optimus Prime in the movie, and then everyone got upset because, well, like <laughs> they wanted to sell new toys. Like, no, 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 we'll just buy more Optimus toys. <laughs> yeah, and then they wound up bringing them back. Yeah, on, so like eventually uh, they all the, come back. But you know, but the main yeah. pillars like Batman and Spider Man, like they will continue to be made. But I don't know, like when it comes down to like these ancillary characters, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's Do it's a really tough sell. Yeah, and I think I mean, it's I'll a be tough there for Blue Beetle and I'll check it out. But like he's so, and that includes Ted Cord. Like they're so low on my totem pole. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it's a character we both have said that we didn't know much about until the Injustice game, 
So mm-hmm. like what was this is a complete that part of it to me is cool because it's kind of fresh, but we like this stuff, so we'll give it a shot. There's people who are like, who the hell's Blue Beetle? And they're never exactly. gonna go see this movie. So I hope they like the George Lopez. Stuff. Yeah, like that's what they should be hoping mm-hmm. that the people who like George Lopez and 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 who liked Cobra Kai, who like Zolo, who's who's the lead in this, that they'll go see it because of them. Uh, but yeah, you posted and it wasn't in this rundown, but we could talk about it. The numbers don't look good <laughs> for Blue Beetle. They look, they look worse than the Flash. So, you know, there's a lot. There is a something to be said for not only the MCU but a little bit of superhero fatigue. Uh, I think this year has borne that out, box office wise. Uh, a lot of the I think people are just. Tar- I, I think in no, no, There's just other options like Barbie. <clears throat> Barbie right, was an a option. fresh idea. Oppenheimer right. was an option. Like it's just right. Yeah. I was thinking Barbie about this was last a night, fresh like, idea. Superheroes dominated the comic book landscape and took over entirely. Like at one point. And they and you know it happened so long ago. And now all comic books are essentially superhero comic books, right? Like I would say, like ninety percent of the books being published are superhero comic books, right? Right. Well, for like twenty years, you had that in basically the film industry, where ninety percent of the movies were made for superhero well, movies. You know, it's only 10, 22 films. It was ten years though, so I know what you're saying. But yeah, it was just a you ten know, year period. Was it ten years? Well, yeah, ten, you're okay. right. It's ten years. Yeah. 20, I, I mean, well. Time, but. Well, wait, no. You could if you're if you're including like the first the Raimi Spider Man films, then yes, we can. You could obviously go well, back. Oh yeah, because because that includes X Men and like you know it's like the dominance right. of the genre, and then the MCU takes it to the next level. So like, right. it's like, and yeah, of course you have whole, the Dark Knight like, trilogy in there, era. right? Yeah, the Nolan films. So yeah, you, that's yeah, fair. It, that is, so yeah. it's like you know, it just seems like that that was all they were pumping. Like by by the time you get to Iron Man. By the time you get to Dark Knight and Iron Man, it's just like full on, like everyone's in the in on the act. Well, yeah, that kicked off, and yeah. then everyone's making yeah. superhero movies. Yeah, then it just blew up. Um, you know, everyone we had the Green Lantern movie, yeah. you know, you which led to other things that... like these characters, like Guardians and stuff like that. Right, like exactly, but that's only because like the genre just dominated, like it was insane. Like I. And outside it, and of like time, a big name director, at, everything was a superhero movie. And at that time, these were fresh ideas, right? This was something we hadn't seen before. Um, it seems like everything was considered a fresh idea until this summer. Yeah, well, I think COVID. Sour. I think COVID changed a lot of people's minds on things. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, like I said, Barbie isn't new, right? She's been around since 1964. I she's think she never had a movie. But exactly, she never had a movie. At least a live action. So, I'm sure they made like an animated movie about Barbie at some point. Right. At least direct a video. So it was a brand new concept in that regard with, with a really established director who's made really good films. There's a lot of positivity. I've never Margot heard of Robbie's. this chick before, uh, before Barbie. Really? Yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't know her resume. Greta Gerwig? Yeah. yeah. She's she's pretty, pretty good. She's a pretty good... Um, <laughs> Okay. Very good director. She's also an actress. She's been in other. She's acted in in certain things, but yeah, she's a. She did Little Women. She did Lady Bird, which was an Oscar. Um, what's it called? Was an Oscar darling. Uh, she's done a bunch of good films that people Mm, have gone to see, and 
enjoyed and and critically acclaimed. So well, apparently she's doing yeah. Snow White, or she wrote Snow White. Interesting. So yeah, okay, not bad. Yeah, that's that's the thing too. None like, of this she, stuff is really geared been... towards me, but okay. <laughs> oh no, I mean, let's be honest. She definitely does female heavy centric topic films, mm-hmm. and if that's not your thing, that's not your thing. Like it's and that's mm-hmm. fine, but she's very well respected. So that was another layer to this. Obviously, yes, we talked about um, Oppenheimer. Uh, have you seen it yet? No, you haven't seen it. No, yet. I haven't had a chance to. I got to see Turtles too, or Turtle really right. well. Uh, but yeah, like that was Nolan's latest film about a huge event in history. So that has baked in industry, that baked in um, what's it called? Reasons people want to go see it. And, and then, yeah, like so for, a, for us locally too, it was a huge event because of the beef. There was no beef. <laughs> there was no beef. I love Chris Nolan. I love him. <laughs> Chris, you're not ever going to hear this, but if you do, <laughs> holla at your boy. We can talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the <laughs> quickest backpedal I've ever seen. Never, ever, ever <laughs> was there beef. The beef. I don't love all your films. Yes, if that if that makes beef, then we have beef. Then that's, beef. That's, it. that's it. Then you say you got beef. If that's what causes beef, beef. I didn't know I, could, I didn't know I had beef. to love beef. I didn't know I had to love everything that someone does. I, I just think that. of Leto's Joker and Reno watching that. You want no beef? You want no beef? Stupid giant elite. Look at him did to my joke. So stupid. Nothing like what King Phoenix or he does what niggas in the seat of Nothing. This is stupid. Pitty no joker. Fake joker. I don't know what Just me and Reno French guy doesn't look like this. Pew. That's it. I, <laughs> that I is the beef. Would you do the absolute to. of everyone that you try and do, his is the absolute worst. It's, of yeah, all yes. the voices you yes, it is. yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because then he's like, I don't I understand why he does this accent. It makes me sound like a Russian oligarch. Yes. I don't get. I don't. don't make sense. I have croissant now. What? And then it's. <laughs> yeah, like, no. Oh, Mirino very... don't like this. No, eat croissant, French Canada, Montreal. Yes. <laughs> 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 it's just fun for me. Why can't, uh, I, why can't I have fun? Why do I have to be a stick in the mud? I why can't I enjoy you. things? I was You're just telling right. you. You can't stop me. It's my microphone, my choice. <laughs> I, I was... <laughs> I was just saying, you do a lot of voices on the show. His is not one of your better ones. That was all I was saying. You heard by Justin Kowalski? Well, yeah, I've heard that one too. It's not so great. <laughs> oh, dude, this is crazy, man. Oh, dude, Bam's that wild. Get Bam in space, bro. Dude, it's crazy, man. <laughs> that doesn't sound like him at all. You're right, it doesn't. <laughs> so it's good. All right. Well, while the MCU might be struggling and people are tech- or look like they might be losing a little bit of interest, they keep pushing, they keep going forward. And one of the big titles that I know you're interested in is Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Snyder actually has been talking about the casting and one Dude, of he's the been he's been dropping like bombs, then he's been like retracting. Yes. 
He's I know. been a very busy man with this movie. It's, it seems like he's the only one actually covering it. I, don't, I haven't heard a peep from anyone else about this film. It's true. Like, he's been, this person's in it. Oh, wait, no, they're not in it. So, well, one person he swears who is in it is Vanessa Kirby, will be Sue Storm, Invisible Woman. Mm-hmm. Vanessa Kirby is also recently in Mission Impossible. So if you guys are familiar with the Mission Impossible franchise, that's where you probably know, know her from. She's the blonde. Um, and I, God, I saw the movie twice and I can't remember her name, character's name in the movie. But she apparently is going to be our Sue Storm, Invisible Woman. Jeff had also originally said that Jack Quaid was in talks to play Johnny Storm, but apparently it wasn't him. It was Stranger Things star Joseph Quinn. Hmm. Who's in negotiations Cues, yeah, to play Johnny Storm? Yeah. So there had also been rumors that um, Ebon Moss Bakarak, who plays uh, cousin on on the Bear, if you watch the show The Bear on Hulu, uh, he plays the cousin. On, he, they call him cousin uh, on. Well, he called him cousin on the show. Uh, he was act- apparently in talks to play Ben Grimm, the Thing, but. Uh, that's not something that uh, it has been confirmed, but they, it is confirmed that he will be in the in the movie playing some role. So, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. All this stuff going on. Uh, they said that. Oh, sorry. They uh, Jeff said that Moss Bacharach might be playing Silver Surfer, which so. is cool because they're doing Silver Surfer really early. Like I kind of I wasn't. Sure. Uh, well, he complains the story early. I guess. I guess I I, I would yes. personally have waited. I, I would have. I want to see something new outside. We'll see. We'll see what they do, but it right. sounds like this is going to be kind of like a space adventure. It does. It does sound like that. Which uh, everyone knows how much you hate gravity, so you don't like space movies. Oh, God, that movie's so bad. Anyway. Oh, I love gravity, <laughs> Such a bad film. Anyway, uh, also according to Snyder, there had been much talk about Reed Richards, obviously Mr. Fantastic, but he hasn't been cast yet. The rumor was Matt Smith, who was Don Doctor Who, also is, recently, is currently on House of the Dragon. He was supposedly be the leader uh, in the clubhouse for that role, but that has not been confirmed. But it won't be him. So hmm. that's what they're saying. So um, the thing needs to have a cigar. <laughs> yeah, I hope I they need, just keep I need, the. I need, I need Ben Grimm to smoke cigars. Yeah, let's keep the the characters who they are. That's what I want. Let's make sure we have that. Um, I think it's. I always think it's good when they try different things. But mm-hmm. I think this would be different. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Sticking in the MCU, Anthony Mackie finally gave us a little bit of an insight on Captain America: Brave New World. Uh, so he started talking. He recently did an interview with the Rap, and he started talking about uh, the filming of it and how. It's like it's just being familiar. It's like going to summer camp. He said you work with. I thought that was interesting, years, right? And you keep coming back. And now, in the beginning, he didn't really, you know, you don't know these people. And now it's just like coming home and and uh, people you know for ten, twelve years. Now they have kids mm-hmm. and families and lives. So a really cool experience there. So he specifically talks about the the scenes he shot with Harrison Ford and how starstruck he kind of was. He said there was a scene with him and an extra where they had a, they were supposed to be talking to Harrison Ford and they said go and that the extra couldn't give his line. Like he got tongue tied because he was actually doing a scene with him. Uh, so I thought that was cool. But he also yeah. said that Harrison Ford is awesome to work with and 
Yeah, so it was an interesting little look into his uh, his take on the character and and what they're doing, what they're trying to do. It uh, seems like this. they're really going to harken back to Winter Soldier. Like he made it. See, they shot a lot of the same scene the locations. Yep, scenes, locations, yep. stuff, and he brought that movie up several times. So it makes it seem like it's going to have a lot more in common with that than it would have. Like a, uh, I don't know. I, it seems like it's a little bit more self contained. Yeah. Well, the writer is the same writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malcolm Spellman wrote Falcon and um, no, same writer as Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, I loved Falcon and Winter Soldier. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of the. It was one of my better, my favorite ones too. So yeah, um, I'm looking forward to this. I want to see how uh, the evolution of Captain America, and I want to. I'm really interested to see how the the audience and the fans react to it. That's yeah. I, I can't wait to see what Sam has in store. Yeah. Just a different. I, I'm interested too to see how a different Captain America is going to play uh, with with the audience and the, with fans. Well, Mackie's a good actor, so I want to see if anything from Winter Soldier or Falcon Winter Soldier kind of carries through. I want to see if like uh, the uh, the other super, the old man Super Soldier. Like I want to see if he pops up again at some point. You know. Yeah, or what's the who was the other Captain? America? I, I want to know what's going on agent. with. Uh, the boat too. Agent, Agent USA or right? That's the US other, agent. US agent, yeah. Um, yep. Well, I think he's DC. gonna be in Thunderbolts. He's supposed to be in Thunderbolts, yeah. yeah. But I wonder if he's gonna be in here somewhere. Because that's the last thing we saw from the show. Yeah. But definitely check out the article, guys. It's a rap, it's the rap article. Uh check us check it out and let us know what you think. So Louis Leterrier, as we know, famously directed The Incredible Hulk, the original mm-hmm. one with Ed Norton, before um, Ed Norton bowed out and uh, we got Mark Ruffalo. So he recently spoke about what his sequel would have been, and he said there was a whole sequel. There was Grey Hulk, Red Hulk, so there was a lot of good stuff that we were planning. Hulk is a complex character within the Marvel Universe. You want the primeval Hulk, the rage Hulk, and then when you go Grey and Smart Hulk, you lose that a little bit. And you get a little bit more kiddish with it. So apparently the way that they went in the MCU was kind of on his roadmap as well. At least that's how I read it. What did you think? Uh, I, I really read it as we missed out on a really cool Hulk movie, you know, which looked okay. like it sounds like a much better version of Ang Lee's movie almost to an extent, you know, like with more Hulks and everything. Right. Um, yeah, like the trajectory. Yeah, I just think it would have been different if they did a sequel, like Norton seemed by the end of incredible Hulk to have a decent control of his power and when to yeah. Hulk on and whatnot. So I wanted to just, you know, I want to see where that went. And uh, I don't know. I've just been kind of bummed out lately. Uh, I liked what we got in she Hulk with Hulk, uh, you know, certain things like I hate banner and, and in infinity war wearing the suit. So it's like, there's certainly because he always looks so stupid, like a floating head. <clears throat> so, I don't know. It's <laughs> he's really I like Hulk and Avengers. Like his he's he's been iffy with me in the MCU. So it all depends. But uh, I don't hate Smart Hulk. But my my pat my preferred version of Hulk is kind of more the unstable, uncontrollable yeah. monster. Yeah, I'm with you there. That's my preferred version as well. Uh, I so just it, I don't like I don't like him hanging out at diners taking photos. Really, <laughs> this was interesting. Like it's just interesting to read. Um, I just didn't know they had this, like a real idea for it, so that's kind of yeah. it, it kind of makes me kind of bummed out. 
Maybe I should start a hashtag. <laughs> Make Incredible Hulk 2. Well, apparently they have the rights now. If you but that's what I keep hearing. So there might be some kind of way we get another Hulk movie. I uh, don't know what it will be, but you know, we might get another one. So who knows? Who knows what uh, happens? Too many greedy people involved. <laughs> It'd be good to see like him kind of lose this control again and and become the rageful Hulk that we love. Okay, it'd be kind of cool to see that. Kind of I wish backwards. Paramount still had the rights that they would just make a standalone Hulk movie. Just do it. Be fine with me. Yeah. I'll be fine. But they don't. All the Batman. So. Yeah, Hulk is definitely a character you could. that Because of the complexity of the. of. Bruce, you do it with all of them. You just have to, now you just have to choose to do a standalone movie instead of being a part of a greater universe. I Yeah, I just mean now with the. With what's everyone. What's in everybody's head. Like you could easily do a Hulk film mm. and pull it out, and I think it would do well. So we will see. But we are getting Deadpool three. Uh, well, once the strike's yeah, over, someday we'll start filming again. <laughs> <laughs> but Emma Corrin, who is playing the villain in this, recently spoke about playing the villain, and. Uh, they said, I feel really excited to play a villain. I haven't done that, and it's an itch I want to scratch. Mm-hmm. So apparently when it was pitched to her, or today, sorry, to them, they had no interest in Marvel. They didn't know what was going on. <laughs> they, ha- they had to be brought up to speed. Uh, they said they watched Spider-Man and Black Panther, but... Yeah, really I thought it was interesting on. how they caught her up and how it was kind of like uh, school, <laughs> like just kind of cramming yeah. and knowledge and everything. And she had to, you know, basically study up. So it, it, it's it's funny because it's you're not just taking on a role; you have to understand, I guess, everything else surrounding the role these days. Because you're not just making one movie; you're making a sequel to movies that came across ten years ago. Um, well, we don't know how this ties in, though. Oh, I'm sure it's going to tie in. Great in, in spectacular Ryan Reynolds fashion. <laughs> like I imagine this is gonna be chaos. Well, I, it'll be, I think it'll be cool if this spawns some kind of X Force. I I mean, I know they tried to do that jokingly in, in Deadpool two, but it would be cool to if this spawns some kind of that segment of mm-hmm. of Marvel. Yeah, I mean, I'm waiting on when Marvel brings the rest of the X-Men into this mix because I feel like that's like their their white knight. Like they're kind of holding out hope for the X-Men to carry the MCU for the next generation. I really believe that because, you know, I think they're banking on title characters like Professor X and Wolverine and, you know, all those guys, Cyclops, everything, all those big heavy hitters over there. Like, where are they? You know? Right. Yeah. (sighs) So it's gonna be it's gonna be cool, but I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, I, I I don't care who really is the villain for Deadpool three. I just care about what he's gonna make fun of because I imagine it's gonna be everything from Disney buying Fox to the MCU and just uh, cameos from people. Of, <laughs> you know, like right. if you I'm I I man, if people were so upset about Flash cameos, I'm dying to see what uh, Reynolds pulls out. Like I, I can't know. wait to see what kind of cameos he's coming up with, 
especially if you're reading the rumors. Like, well, we all know Jennifer Gardner's in the movie. Like, we all know, like, you know, like, right. Electra's in the movie. So, like, we can only sit, I'm sure Ben Affleck's not far behind. That would be fantastic. That'd be so fantastic. And hey, they kept, they kept Clooney mostly under wraps for The Flash. So, mm. if they could keep it, if they're keeping Affleck's Daredevil, that would be cool. Uh, if they're doing yeah. that. We'll see. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. The next MCU film that I'm really, really, really excited about. Wow. Yeah, just, and it's not because of like, and it has nothing to do with really like nope. the movie itself as much as like everything else surrounding it. Yes, like it, I feel like it, honestly, this doesn't even have to be a movie. It could just be like a constant bunch of one-liners, and that's all I'd really expect <laughs> out of it. That would be interesting. That'd be an interesting take. Yeah, I mean, I've watched Ryan Reynolds get pegged in the first movie for crying out loud. It was crazy. Yes, we did. <laughs> that wasn't. We'll see how far one. Disney lets him go. Interesting little scene. Uh, all right, so let's switch to DC for a little bit. I think one of the more disappointing films, well, they that well, it's kind of started pick, pick the trend. One. It kind of started the trend, but the most recent one was probably Black Adam. Uh, I think there was a lot of hype going into it. I honestly enjoyed it, and I still do. I would mm-hmm. watch it. I watch it every once in a while. I'll throw it on. Uh, but of course, the way that Dwayne Johnson has hyped it, everything his entire career, whether it was wrestling or or his acting roles he had a big ownership in this and he hyped it to be this huge thing and it, it was going to the, the balance of power was supposed to change right that's what he told us the hierarchy and, yes and it didn't it um, did just not his direction <laughs> that's true so well he's he kind of doesn't take ownership for the failure of it he's basically saying it got caught in a vortex of new leadership um, it says so many Which changes. In He's telling half truths. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like. But I mean, I think you kind of have to take some ownership of it yourself. It just didn't when, work, man. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, and then he obviously talks about the Cavill piece being in but there. Yeah, he, he, I don't know if he's actually just saying this because he wants to seem positive, but he almost kind of sounds like he's kind of an idiot. <laughs> like, you just, you just, you just, you just sound really dumb because you're like. The world went crazy when Henry Cavill came back. I'm like, it didn't. Not really. There might have been a, a rebel moon that went nuts, but I don't know of <laughs> the whole world. Um, <laughs> I mean, I do think it brought a level of intrigue, but only for people who care. Not enough. Not like, right. <laughs> And it wasn't for the general audience. They didn't give a crap. It was for people no, like and, us. You know, we both liked the movie. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. so like I, I own it. <laughs> Literally, I own the movie and I own liking it. And uh, it, but I gotta admit, no one else did. So yeah. for whatever reason, but there's a lot to me. A lot of this article, you guys can read it, but a lot it just of comes it comes off is, as like completely oblivious. Yes, yes, or, or or constantly passing blame. Like he says, not my. He makes an analogy. He says, not my coach, not my quarterback, because new ownership. You know, when the new regime took over, so and that's why there's nothing. Uh, we're mm-hmm. not having more Black Adam in this phase, but he still kind of th- seems to think that maybe down the line the character will be back. I would t- honestly be down for another Black Adam movie with The Rock. I don't know yeah, what would be else would be, but I would be. Yeah, and like I said, we enjoyed it. We both enjoyed it. So, 
But then again, it's like saying like someone would be like, well, I'd be down for another Henry Cavill Superman movie. And it's like, well, those movies didn't really work. So it's like, right. You know, it's weird. Like, I, I guess that's why the whole universe is essentially kind of being rebooted. Right. It's just, it's yeah, just, like, it didn't work. Even for the stuff we all like and enjoy, you know, like I like BVS. Not a lot of people like BVS, you know, I like Wonder Woman 84. Not a lot of people like Wonder Woman 84. I, I can go on and on about movies that I liked that not a lot of people. It feels like I feel like ninety percent of the universe, I liked it, and not a lot of people like these. <laughs> so it's just time to move well, on, and it stinks, you know. And some point we'll get another Black Adam movie, maybe. But um, that's another thing too. Like Black Adam, like I loved, I really enjoyed the three movies between the two Shazams and Black Adam. But like, did we need a Shazam movie? Is that part of oversaturation? Is that part of you know stretching it thin? You well, know, like maybe only... we learn these characters aren't as marketable as we thought, and maybe they're just comic book characters. And Shazam right. has had a TV show in the past too, so it's not it, you know. Yeah, it did. I used to watch it. Yeah, you know, it's not like you know he he had he had the right to contend at least, right? Like you know, more so than like something I like think... Rubito who doesn't who's so obscure. No, I agree. Like it's kind of that's kind of the the elephant in the room is mm-hmm. which these characters we don't need films for all these characters, and that's that's a fair argument. You know, I could say uh, something about Ant Man, and I love the Ant Man movies, all three of them. Like everyone hates the second two. I'm actually a big fan, <laughs> so uh, suck it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, do we need Ant Man? Does Ant Man need a goddamn trilogy? <laughs> Well, but that's the, but it worked. The first one worked. No, I get that's it. Well, the first it. one worked, but the other two, everyone, it's, I liked it. No one else did. Like how many times? Did I, have to say? I think the second one. I mean, I didn't love the second one. A lot of people don't like okay. the second one. A lot of people think the second one is probably the worst one of the three. Well, and I that don't says agree a lot because a lot of people don't like Quantumania. I think Quantumania is the worst of the three. Outside of Majors, that movie is. Garbage. Well, what's her name? A lot of people don't like Ghost. Which is funny because she's back in Thunderbolts. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> recycle I just, parts. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's Earn that's always going to be a fair argument. That's always going to be a fair mm-hmm. argument. Is is do we need uh, Shazam or do we need an Ant Man? It's always going to be fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of the big name superheroes that you know people are going to see, like Batman, Spider Man. I used to think Superman, but maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. I don't know, yeah. but, but speaking of, uh, we all thought that when Patty Jenkins was left Wonder Woman three, uh, we all thought they were moving on. Gunn didn't announce Wonder Woman as part of the first phase of his his plan, but according to Gal Gadot, they're going to develop a Wonder Woman. Not right now; it's just three. I wonder if it's going to be a complete. News. It'll probably be Wonder Woman subtitle, <laughs> right? Yeah, but and she's apparently still going to play the role. So remember That's when great, Gunn took over? We all love her. Yeah, I remember when he took over and said we're going to keep some of the things that work and get move on from the stuff that didn't. So where's the gal? <laughs> yeah, apparently it, it, it seems that they're keeping Wonder Woman and Gal's Wonder Woman uh, and, moving uh, forward. Jason Momoa will be Aquaman, apparently. Yeah. Right? He's Apparently, yeah, he's I'm, always going to be Aquaman, so maybe... maybe yeah. Maybe, unless, I think it would be awesome if we got an Aquaman versus Lobo movie. Where he played both roles. Suck it, Kowalski. 
<laughs> he he plays both roles. That'd be yeah. perfect. They should oh, totally awesome. yeah, totally do what they did with Ezra Miller in the Flash with Jason Momoa. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Um, really yeah, that that's your that's an actual Brave and the Bold movie, oh, by the way. <laughs> Man and Lobo, that would be a comic <laughs> book. Um, that would be cool. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what else they're going to keep, though. Like, to be brutally honest, like, I, I mean, I, aside from uh, the, obviously the gun stuff, which is Waller and Peacemaker. I guess Harley. Right. I I would assume I, I you at Warner Brothers is if. Robbie comes at you with a Harley, another Harley Quinn idea. Do you say no coming off Barbie? No, I mean, she, she's the, I like the Suicide Squad a lot, but she, to me, she's the best part of it in that movie. Like, she's fantastic. So, do you like Birds of Prey? I did. Okay. I, I did like sure Birds of Prey. Yeah. yeah. No, I do too. Yeah, I did. So, I do think that. Harley will be around if they if she wants to do it and if Gunn has an idea for it then Harley will still be mm-hmm. involved moving forward. Now how they work around the continuity factor if they do that's that remains to be seen. But I do think that there are like we said he's going to keep some of the things that worked. I think these are things that he feels worked. So he's going to bring them forward with his with his ideas. Mm-hmm. Um but it was weird that we heard about that that Amazon show that he's working on it was a show right it was a video game i, I thought that was it that was a, yeah it was a, yeah right i, I heard know about he was that. working on it. i thought patty was working on that no no the, when he announced the plan there was a show oh, yes, you're this, right okay i'm getting things confused that, yes yes yeah that amazon show or whatever and but it was supposed to be like i guess a prequel mm-hmm. to wonder woman or something like that um but yeah, I guess maybe they hadn't figured everything out yet, and they were kind of just talking about what was going to do they were do with, with the character, and then they had their discussion. But it's going to be when interesting it comes to, to see. Warner Brothers, I don't ever think yeah. they think it out. <laughs> <laughs> the track record does kind of. At least when it comes to this that. stuff, it's like Warner Brothers seems very competent outside of their DC films. It's true, man. It's crazy. It is a crazy thing that they should have just listened to Nolan years ago. That was their problem. I don't know about that. Uh, Well, they clearly failed the share universe game. So they did, but like you said, how their plan for it is why they failed. I don't think it failed because it can't work. It failed because they decided to rush to a team up movie. Again, and now it's a little too little, too late, in my opinion. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We're getting it, so it's coming. Oh, it's coming. If Superman does well, it's coming. If it doesn't, that's a whole other story then. It's probably not coming. <laughs> Let's be honest. You know, it's probably not coming. You're such a pessimist. Uh, I'm just reading the tea leaves. Such a pessimist. If Superman Legacy does well, Pete, it's coming. That's that's pretty yeah, much okay. how it if, goes. If, yeah, if. So, and if you, everyone believes in Gunn, right? If you believe in James Gunn, if you if like Superman his Returns movies. Returns made like 700 million. We would have got a sequel to that too. <laughs> that's true. If. I mean, I guess Suicide Squad is the, I mean, I, I guess we technically got a sequel then. Yeah. I always said it was mm-hmm. a sequel. So, so I guess, yeah, technically. It, it is a get sequel. One. It's a standalone yeah. sequel. A Suicide Squad. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. 
it still has connectivity to the first one. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, one thing that we're getting a sequel now, which will be the seventh installment, is Scream. And Ooh. we're getting a new director, Christopher Landon, who directed Happy Death Day and Freaky, mm-hmm. uh, will be taking over the realm from Radio Silence, who helmed um, Scream 5 and 6. So, yeah, so in a now... way... Go ahead. Uh, this sounds like something to be concerned about. You think? Yeah, Why? changing directors or horror movies. Eh, like, you were lucky with the radio silent guys that you, I mostly like these, the second the five and six. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, except for the ending for six was kind of lame, but, um, you know, like, I don't know. Like mostly those movies are really successful. The character, the new characters, people like a lot. They made some crazy decisions in my mind with the, with the whole Billy Loomis ghost thing. And that was a mm-hmm. little out there, but, um, I don't know. Like we'll see what happens. I, I like, I like death day. I have to see the second one. I like Death Day mm-hmm. though. It's 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 crazy. <laughs> it's it's like Groundhog Day but horror. It's fun. Um, I, I don't know. I'm just kind of worried because it's like at some point without Wes, I'm wondering when this is not going to work because usually these things don't last that long after the creator. Like every once in a while, you get like a you'll get an H2O or you'll get like uh, I like Rob Zombie's Halloween, but like most of those movies are kind of like without John Carpenter. Right. Well. I mean, I think after the last two, I always think uh, sometimes a new fresh take from a different set of eyes can work. Uh, you know, I did like five and six, but, you know, will seven, will we, will the next one now, will Nev be back? Will they be able to get her back? Uh, I thought they do. Like, these guys, weren't these guys like, supposed to deliver like a trilogy? Like, isn't their story kind of incomplete now? I guess, unless they're going to be involved in the writing of it. I guess we should have possible. Let's get the tags out. (laughs) So yeah, so who knows? They say it says they're going to be on as producers or EPs, which means they could have input. That means check for nothing. Well, yeah, obviously this is still their idea now. So uh, Tim Burton, Batman Forever. That's what this means. (laughs) I know, but also none of the actors have apparently have deals yet. Hmm. Uh, for, to come back, so we're heading back to Woodsboro. New kids. So we have no, we yeah, we have no idea uh, what's gonna go on uh, with it. I'm, I'm just happy this franchise is still going, and I'm happy that the last two films were still quality films. A lot, so many yeah. horror franchises, the quality just dips and continues to dip. But these have been both quality movies, introducing in you know new cast. Mm-hmm. So. I'm I'm optimistic, even though they're changing directors and obviously screenwriters. It seems like uh, I'm optimistic that this is going to be a good move. Like you said, he's he's establishing other with other horror films, so it should be something that uh, is not that yeah. difficult for him to do. We will see. I don't know. Yes. We All right. See. So Pete, there's a, there was a story about a food fight happening on the set of Batman. I want you to explain this one. You can. Uh, well, it's funny because it's actually it's, it was actually contr- uh, confirmed true. I believe yes. uh, apparently Mr. Uslin's daughter was having a, a rough day on set. <laughs> and uh, in order to cheer her up, Michael Keaton started a huge food fight <laughs> that involved essentially the entire cast and crew in 89. And uh, he took, uh, I believe he took to Facebook and was like, yep, yeah, it was true. I was there. You know, and he's like, I oh, take like 
cake out of my hair or something. <laughs> like it was just, it was just funny. And it was, it's, it's cool that you can, you know, go, go back in time and just kind of hear these like fun stories. Cause you know, we all have such a strong nostalgia for 89 and we were also happy to have Keaton back in the flash and, Right, you know, it's, it, it it's it's nice to hear good Batman stories about productions because usually we only hear the horror. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's I mean, nice to hear something fun that happened on on set. People were laughing and enjoying themselves. The story does include. It does say though he was in the bat suit, just not in the yeah. cave and cowl. And uh, well, he probably had the raccoon eyes. Yeah, <laughs> and he does. He he also talks about. They also talk about obviously how difficult it was for someone him to be in that suit so the mm. fact that he could still have that that uh kind of an attitude yeah I mean, can you suit, imagine I'm, throwing a cupcake up wearing all that rubber i know that's what i mean it's that suit always looks so uncomfortable even when he walks in the film i'm it like god great. every every step i'm like he's struggling just <laughs> just to walk it's crazy but uh yeah these stories i always love these kinds of stories especially like you said for movies that we what was the last time you were involved in a food fight Wow. Um, Erico, I don't start fights. I end them. No, honestly, dude, I can't even remember. It's been a long time. Uh, we get, we once had fight. this huge food fight on Easter. And I remember on Easter? I, on Easter. It was a holiday. Like We were all together, so it was a massive food fight. And I remember I just picked up this huge wad of green jello. And I threw it at like my Uncle Sonny. And he was wearing this white shirt, and he he looked like Vankman in Ghostbusters. <laughs> I'll never forget that. It was green jelly. It had like the fruit in it and everything. So I just took a big old wad of it and threw it right at him. He was right in front of me. I was like I was like six years old. You know, he was only tables width across from me. So like he was sitting right across from me at the table. <laughs> so wow! I hit him basically, right in the chest. Wow. That, that like was crazy. Of- yeah, we had a huge food fight that Easter. Oh man, I, I only remember one that we had, but it was out. It was during a barbecue, so those don't count because you're outside. Yeah, and- yes, it does. That's the best one to have. We don't have to clean anything. Oh, up. there was there was potato salad flying and macaroni salad and all. God, yeah. corn. People throwing around. corn at each other. It's dangerous. You poke somebody's eye out. What? I think. I mean, food and all those types of things. Food fights are fun. You they think are. if like you were, if you were, imagine like if you were having a food fight with cereal only. Lauer would be like the dog trying to catch the cereal in the air. <laughs> like he would just be so just like, oh, like, oh, there's Fruit Loops, oh, there's Rice Krispies, oh, there's Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> you know, like he would just go crazy and go back and forth. Right like, you know, oh, 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 kicks! I love kicks. Oh, those are great. So frosted flakes. Oh, I love frosted flakes. <laughs> well, you brought up Lauer, as we know, Lauer is the host and creator of the Batman Book Club, which you mm-hmm. frequently are on. Yes, uh, as well. But we have yes. some comics news. Uh, apparently, there was a first look at the Gotham War. Um, that's coming up, right? And this is mm. Batman and Catwoman, Death Match. Yes. That's, right? Oh, yeah. So it looks good. The pictures look... Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I wonder what they're going to... What the what the uh, the big conflict is. I wonder what's really going to send them over the edge, right? Because they were just recently engaged. They were just recently married. So what's going on? That could be it. 
that could be. I don't know. Maybe she's like, <laughs> she's like, hey, you know, I got needs. Where you been? And he's like, yeah, Joker. I struck a Joker. <laughs> it's coming out on the 29th, so it's coming soon. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I've been reading both Bat- uh, Batman and Catwoman, and well, Batman has sucked. Catwoman has been pretty good throughout, so at least half of it's been decent. So we'll see what happens. But are you going to read it? Are you going to pick it up? She she killed her latest love interest. Yeah, she did. Interesting. It was very interesting. I was like, oh wow, she stabbed him. I was like, oh geez. And then they had a conversation. Her and Batman had a well, conversation. Well, then Batman was like, what are you doing? I can't, she's like, Selena, you can't be doing this. You can't be going on there. Typical, typical Batman. Yeah, basically. Yes. And then she's like, you can't control me, Batman. You That's can't tell me what to do. Fashion. <laughs> yeah. It's standard Batman right. Catwoman, you know? Yeah. So, like, I'm wondering, like, why, now I, why are they fighting? The pictures look good, though. And the drawings and stuff look fantastic. So who's who's doing this one? So are you, are you going to read it? Do you want to do you want to do a show with me and Laura on it? I don't know. Oh, Halsey Mon. Why do you hate comic books so much? Do I have to read the, but the, I'm behind. Would I have to read to catch up? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> you would know. You have to tell me. I, I would just start with Batman and Catwoman and see where it goes. Maybe I will. Oh, God. Eric hates, for someone who loves superheroes, Eric hates comic books. He wants you to burn just, all your comic books. I've told you this many times. At this point, it just seems so overwhelming to start. Just start. Just start reading it. Who cares? I don't know where. What I, I mean, the, the latest so. month. Just go pick up the book and read it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know they're kind of like so wussy. Yeah, they're kind of like soap operas. You can pick up and just you act like you're gonna be totally lost. So, I mean, clearly, you're right. If I picked it up and started reading, I'd be fine, I'm sure. You're but, like, oh, I'm going to get tech- Eric's like, hey, uh, who's this Gordon guy in the fedora that Batman talked like, Are you serious? <laughs> like, I, you're going to have questions like that. So, yeah, like, I, just read it. Like, you know what you're doing? Yeah, I don't think that would be a problem. I agree. Wait, you're right. That's fair. Batman has a kid now? Like, oh, God, Holzman, where have you been? <laughs> okay, okay. So, I know more than I probably think I do. That's probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably you a know? true story there. I definitely put probably down the bathrobes and the flashlight and pick up a comic book. Whoa, hey, none of that. What oh, you're like that? Star Wars. So that's what that is. Obi Wan wears a no. Bathrobe. Yeah. <laughs> no, Obi Wan wears a bath. Batman wears oh. his underwear outside his pants. Obi Wan wears a bathrobe. Fair. Those are fair points. I mean, can't argue really. I told you. All right. Well, we've come to the end of this yes. fine episode. This is it. This is okay. This is where Eric breaks out in song, and uh, no, today's this is normally song where you break out. In song. <laughs> okay, Holzimon, Holzimon, I did come from far you... to see the man of Holzimon. It wasn't a cue, though. I wasn't trying what? to tell you to. Oh, break I thought out this is my audition tape. I was just saying this was when you know Hi, everybody. Do. I'm Peter. I'm from New Jersey. I'm here to sing for the Eric Holzman Tribute Band. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, God. Like, what's, what's Eric's? Oh, uh, Eric, you're like number one. Uh-huh. You're kind of like, you have the, the Christmas single because you broke out in song on the Christmas show. Right? What well, I it? sang at the end of the Christmas show. 
I did. Yeah. At the very end of it. It was like Jingle Bells. No, I sang the Christmas song. Like he he judged you a little Barry White. Jingle. My voice is not deep enough. Ozyman delivers the gifts for the good children that stay awake. All right, cut, cut, (laughs) cut. Garrett Garrett could probably do the Barry White. Garrett's got a deep voice. Mm. He probably could could pull that off. Yeah. I was like, oh, geez, geez. Okay, Kirk Cousins can't wait. Oh, yeah, geez. Vikings, yay, hot dish. Here we go. (laughs) Vikings going to have a nice little season. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a topic you want me to talk about, so let's just move on. I think Kirk Cousins is an elite quarterback in the NFL. What do you have to say, Eric? That's fantastic. I think I, that's he's great better that than the Jets. Who the Jets have that old guy? He's better than Aaron Rodgers. Okay, right. If you if you at say this so. stage of Aaron, at this stage of Aaron Rodgers' career, wouldn't you take Kirk Cousins over Aaron Rodgers? If you say so, Pete, then it must. be I'm true. just saying. I'm, I'm, you know, like pretend I, pretend I'm Ryan Powers, and how would you talk to me about Kirk Cousins? Uh, we don't need to do that. We don't, we don't need, need to, to do that. We don't need to I go there. Know, like, I want to know. I want to know. I am not. I am not if choosing I had, violence. I'm not choosing if violence. I was drafting I'm, a fantasy football team, and they said uh, you could either pick at this pick Kirk Cousins or Tua Tagovailoa. Who would you tell me to pick? Cousins. Cousins puts up stats, so I would. Okay, so I Kirk would Cousins take him is the only quarterback in the NFL. Puts, I would take him honest. as a fantasy quarterback. Yes, I would okay. not be upset. All right, so, all right, with that. so Garrett, and plus he know, has just. I got Eric to concede. He has now admitted that Kirk Cousins plays, is elite. Okay, he plays. There we go. He has Justin. He has Justin Jefferson. Definitely, yeah, Randy Moss, Chris Carter, Rod Smith. We got, we got we, Robert Smith. We all got it. We got it. Okay, you, you kind of went back there a little, but. <laughs> Randall Cunningham, it's fine. It's all good. All right. Okay. We've reached the end of this show. So, so Pete, this is Eric. Like, what do you think about the Jets? You think they're going to go nine and seven? I hope they do better than that. You think they're going to, um, you think they'll win the division? They have a shot. Yeah. They have a shot. If everything, everyone stays healthy, they have a shot, sure. Yeah. Yep. You think, do the Jets have a top five defense? They do. Okay. So they have a top five defense. Thing. This is it. Eric's getting excited. No, I'm not. No, because I'm a Jets fan. Yeah, you are. You know, because you're like, I know you suck. Well, they do, but like, I don't know what to think about the Knicks. And then the Jets are amazing. Like, everyone loves the Jets right now. No one's talking about nothing but the Jets, at least on the radio. Jets are Jets are hot topic. I'm not that way with the Jets. I can't be. I need to see it first. That I've been a fan of this team way too long. What was the last time you went to a Jet game? It was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I went to a game. Did you take a training? I did. I think it was I think Isn't it was, it it was before COVID. So I think it was twenty nineteen. No, no, I, I like taking the train. I, I do too, but getting to the Meadowlands is ass backwards. Oh well I don't yeah, because you kinda have to go past, right? To go yeah, back. Yeah, go past it and then it, yeah. and the train goes yeah. it's got it, yeah. it picks you up, then it like reverses, then it redocks, then it goes. I was like, yeah, this is it's, the worst plan. You guys uh you guys screwed this up. <laughs> it's a, yeah. They should have made some kind of direct 
line, but they did. Oh, uh, they, so, there's a lot they should have done. It's but, the Meadowlands yeah, has been a mess since 1984. I can't believe they really, spent it, one point. It should 1. be like a Texas Live or Philly Live. Yep, it's a one point one billion. Mess that that's the mall. Oh, well, the mall, the mall that's half empty. Is it the biggest mall in the country? Might be. No, I think Mall of America is still is. I think so. I I, I I haven't been 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 to the mall. I know people have been there. I've had friends who've been. I haven't been. I haven't been. I want to go. I was uh, me and my brother. We went to a, a friend of ours had a birthday party at Medieval Times, which was a blast, by the way. So we ended up driving past it because it's all the way up in North Jersey. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, I've never been there. <laughs> like, I feel like I, sh- I feel like I should go there. <laughs> it's gigantic. You should. Half empty mall. <laughs> it's half you can empty. spend the whole day there. Apparently you can spend the I, whole day and look at a bunch of stores that are empty. <laughs> but they have like, they have like rides and stuff. It's like a half an amusement park. That's all like separate admission, though. I think it, it, the mall is oh, you, you have to pay admission. You have to park. Apparently, parking is very expensive. And then to get to the water park and the roller coaster, I think there's separate fees. Okay. Well, yeah. We have to stop talking about this because it's not, it's not important. It's not important to the show. You don't like so, the, You don't like my Holzman banter? No, I don't mind talking about it, but we're talking about it on the show now. And people who don't live around here, they're like, what the hell are they talking about? Doesn't this is for sense. Tim Rooney. I don't care what it is. This is for, right, this for the locals. Okay. Well, well, let's locally tell them where they locally, can Locally, you. you've been listening to the Holzman Radio Network. This is straight out of God. Jesus uh, Christ. Go ahead. I try to include Eric in a lot of my life and my insanities, and I don't think he's very appreciative of it. Like, you all <laughs> would love to have a friend like me who includes you in so much. How am I you not know? appreciative? Because, like, you're like, there's no beef when there's clearly beef. <laughs> beef. Dude. Is there beef? You know, no beef. I don't like no beef. I don't care about your beef. I just Am like I going to close the show by myself this time? No, I like, like doing a Reno voice. Kill me. Like, oh, it's fun. Okay, doing tell Reno's people where they can like find you. Hold on. All right, God damn it. It's my mic. Hold my on. Life. Hold on. Tell people where they can find you using the Reno voice. Oh, well. Jesus. Okay, you can find my social media. That's through the Instagram Mastodon, uh, MySpace, and Vero at Pete Illustrated. Zach's not a favorite. Reno, yes. And you can follow podcasts, listen to it right now, straight.gotham, straight underscore O underscore G, both the Facebook page and Facebook group. You'll, oh, join them. Nice, nice. Excellent, excellent. Join them. And then you have Italians for Spider. I'm not Italian, I'm French Canadian. Uh, at Italians for Spider. That's also on Twitter. And then you have at the middle Ovo. That's very nice because the Keaton and the Flash, the bound. Haha, stupid. Batman. And then you have Ryan Lauer's Batman Book Club, which I like a lot. I listen to all the time. And then you have Peter on BatmanOnFilm.com and then Batman on Film YouTube. He's all over the place with detective reviews and toy reviews. That's all he's good at. He doesn't know shit about films. Not like me, because I know Danny Villeneuve. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> okay. If you, you guys can make all of, if you guys can make that all out, Good. I'm glad. Um, I'm sure Reno's going to have a lot to say about that one. But, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> you guys know where you can find me on Twitter. Finally, 33, spell finale 33. 
uh, definitely check out All Nicked Up, which is my show I do tonight, actually. I'll be rec- we won't hear this, but I'm recording it tonight um, with my friends. At all underscore Nick underscore up uh, is the Twitter handle. If you're interested in the Knicks, check it. You can hit me up there about basketball. You can watch the show on YouTube, Facebook Live, all over the place. That's where we're at. Uh, definitely check it out if you're a fan um, and interact with us because it's a fun, 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 fun show to do. Um, don't forget to check out our Facebook page. We have a page. We have a group. If you're in the group, definitely interact with us there. Uh, we will be posting the winner of the contest there as well, uh, but after the show comes out. So, But it will be posted up there. So, again, congratulations to Andrew. Uh, really good submission. Everybody, all you guys who submitted, we had a really good time doing it, listening. It was fun listening. Uh, yes, all of you have... All of you have definitely voices that can do this. I can say that. Uh, we could all have definitely hear your voice on a podcast or on a show. So if you're inclined to do it or you want to do one, even if it's not with us, you can let me know. You can let Pete know. We can help you get set up. Um, and if you have any questions about it, we can help you You know, start. Good place to start. Uh, I love I, – I, I like doing that part personally, so definitely hit me up. Anything else? I think I might have come up with a, a theme song for all nicked up. We, we don't care that you that you have no. And if you did, we can talk about it after the show. Anything else for this show? Uh, no, not for this. No, I've, got, I've got lots of ideas that have nothing to do with the show. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So for Pete, I'm Eric. You're listening to Shred of the Gotham. We'll see you next time. Booyah, yes, real. <laughs>